Hi everyone, I'm Jill Geisler. I have the leadership and management faculty of the Pointer Institute. And I want 2011 to be the year that your bosses and your employees declare you a great boss. Toward that end, here are 11 mistakes for you to avoid in 2011 on your way to becoming a great boss. Mistake number one, focusing on power and neglecting influence. In today's flatter organizations, those leaders and those employees who understand the importance of networking and relationship building and reciprocity are the ones who are going to be the most successful. Number two, hiring in a hurry. Say the economy improves and you have the chance to fill some new positions. Don't just hurry up and plug a hole. Look for new hires who will elevate the work of your team, teach you some new things. Number three, Demanding collaboration while actually obstructing it. Yep, this is a common error. Bosses tell people we want you to collaborate, but then they assess them on the old metrics they've always used. They don't really look at how the systems and the workflow and the roles and responsibilities that they've given people and hold people to actually drive them away from collaboration. Until you change that way of thinking, people you ask to collaborate can't do it. Number four mistake, believing that a line like, employees today should be thankful they have jobs, is a substitute for genuine feedback and motivation. Real motivation is intrinsic. It's a sense of competence, a sense of choice in what people do, a sense of meaningfulness of the work, and a sense of progress. Nothing about fear is going to intrinsically motivate someone. Number five mistake, Neglecting the care and feeding of change. I know change is a constant for you as a leader and you think, well, I've gotten that project started. That should take care of it. Nope. Momentum often slows. Every bit of change that's going on in your organization needs you to care for it and feed it as you work on your next change endeavor. Mistake number six, confusing being nimble with avoiding planning. Some managers prefer serendipity and others prefer structure. But let me tell you that as a boss, you need to understand the importance of both. Your employees value managers who have a plan. And then they also know that you can change that plan when a good opportunity presents itself for very logical reasons which you share with them. So plan and be nimble. Number seven mistake, assuming that your open door policy provides staff with sufficient access to you. I'm afraid that bosses with an open door deserve applause, but not if they don't go across that threshold to reach out to people who just don't know if they ought to be coming in. People have their own reasons for not coming to you as a boss for some feedback. You need to reach out to them. Mistake number eight, letting economic pressures overshadow ethical principles. It is important for you to know how to frame good questions. When you're in a meeting and people are talking about business challenges and opportunities, even business survival, how you present those problems and alternative solutions and talking about ethical standards and quality and safety are key to your success as a leader. Mistake number nine, neglecting your best people. Too many managers think that they've got to focus on underperformers to keep mistakes from happening. In the meantime, their best people are going without the kind of feedback and attention they deserve. Stop neglecting your best people. Mistake number 10, declining to delegate. 
Oh, I don't know a manager who thinks that he or she has all the time in the world these days. You're overworked and you're trying to find time in the day. Well, I can't give you more time, but I can give you tips on delegation, which you can find in my column, which is on pointer.org. And mistake number 11, taking care of everyone but you. Promise me in 2011 you'll take good care of yourself, and I'll keep trying to help on my end here in our podcasts and columns. Now, if I had to pick only three of those 11, which would they be? Well, it would be influence, feedback, and planning. Influence, because if you understand that, you really have the key to motivation and collaboration and integrity and ethic. If you recognize the importance of feedback, it will connect you to your best people and to motivation. And if you value planning, well, it'll, it'll improve your hiring and it will help your change management. And I think if you're really good at planning, you could start to plan to delegate. Okay, that's it for 11 mistakes to avoid in 2011. And don't make the mistake of missing our next podcast. I'm Jill Geisler on the faculty of the Pointer Institute.